From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. Well, I hope you're there because something happened to my, my computer. Hold on a second. All right. Yes, we're here. What's up, everybody? I, that, my beat didn't play. I'm, I'm used to my beat playing. Anyway. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This welcome to the, the Big Blue Roundtable. This is the previous show, just the thing. And uh, let me tell you, we're going to have a rock this one here. Everybody looks like is showing up in the queue that's supposed to be here, thank goodness. And we're, hopefully we're going to have a couple of new newcomers as well. So it's going to be about something, man. 929-477-4171. Jason's in the house with me. We're going to uh, we're going we're to preview this game, man. We're going to uh, try to go a little bit in depth this time and figure out where we're at because, you know, I, and let me let me let me let me do this first. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, IG, everything social media. If you can, do that. And also the Big Blue um, video page. You're gonna see some really great things on there, including how funny you looked when you was at the uh, the tailgates if you ever attended. So that's really some good stuff. And so we're gonna do that. And we're gonna also um. You know, there was a really good uh, post game uh, with, with Ranger Proud and the whole fellas on Tuesday. That was the post game against the uh, the Maple Leafs, and also there was a really great Nickelback half show last night. You would really enjoy that one. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Draymond, Draymond Green, but we're not talking about him tonight. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. The usual suspects are in the house. I see every one of y'all. Um, I was gonna say, you know, it's funny because like. I think it was like, and I'm I'm guilty of this. About three weeks ago, I remember maybe three or four weeks ago, I remember saying something to Jason or somebody about the fact that, hey man, look, you know, we, why talk about the matchups? You know, I think Big O was a part of that. Why talk about the matchups? There's nobody to match up with. Where we're shot, and we probably are still shot. But you know what's cool? We could actually talk about the matchups now because now our team is a little bit more interesting. Maybe not they're not going to win any Super Bowls or anything, but we could talk about them. We could talk about their progress. We could talk about the prospects. We could talk about certain players. We could talk about the fact that Darren Waller's coming back. We could talk about the fact that Tommy DeVito is the NFC Player of the Week. I'm so proud of this cat, man. And, you know, he's given a whole new – just energize, energize the area and the fan base and sports media. He was on the cover. Now, if you guys know, uh, know anything about um, uh, the uh, the tri-state area up here, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, you know that the back of the New York Daily News always has your sports hero or your sports star or whoever uh, flavor of the week is. Well, this week they had, I think it was Monday, Tommy DeVito was on the back cover. But he was on the front cover, too. Unbelievable. Daniel who? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We got a good show coming up, man. We got a good show coming up. We got to talk about these Saints, though. We got to get that out of the way. How you feeling, homie? I'm, I'm feeling great, man. But, hey, real quick, man, happy happy birthday. I know yesterday was your birthday. I hope Thank you have a birthday. wonderful day. Lady Blue, Thank Elaine, um, ha- happy birthday to you as well if you are on here. I hope you're up. having an amazing day with your fam. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. She's coming up. She's coming up. Yeah, where where is she? Hold on a minute. Lady of course Blue, I'm here. Birthday. Thank you so much. Drinking my strawberry margarita as you speak. You better be jiggling, and, white and I'm honored, And I'm honored to know that I share a birthday with our great Bobby Johnson. Oh, okay. Um, well, today is his birthday. Yeah, thank you. Now, now mute your phone because you're crackling. <laughs> and drink your margarita until we come back. Absolutely. All right. 929-477-4171, Jason. Look, um... Uh, so well, well. First of all, before we do anything else, let's let's go around the room and see who's in our actual house. 
Uh, let me say this again for everybody listening for the first time, 929 This is the Professor Big Blue Roundtable. This is a preview against, the, well, the upcoming game on Sunday against the, um, against the Saints. Jason is by my side. You just heard it. Birthday lady herself drinking her margaritas and getting blasted. Here's my other girl, the sweetheart of all. Kristen, what's up, babe? Say hi to everybody right quick. Hi, my Blue Blue family, and happy birthday, Christopher, and happy birthday Thank you, babe. to my baby, Jermaine, you guys. So good to be 35. All right. Thank you, baby. Appreciate that. You like your number stick with it, honey. You like your number stick with it. Yeah, that's it. Jeez. <laughs> we, better, we better stick with what we have. <laughs> Uh-oh. Azul, como esta? Bien y tú, bien y tú, amigo. Hey, man, uh, you going to stay here or you go home? You going to hang out? Uh, no, I was coming on to wish you and the Lady Blue a happy birthday. And then when it came around oh, my turn man. and my thoughts and the matchups, uh, I've been listening to the episodes and love the energy. I love the, the Monday night energy. Uh, shout out to Carl. We talked about that briefly on the hockey show on Tuesday. So I'm just here to chop it up with you guys. Happy birthday, Lady Blue. Happy birthday, Chris. I had to jump on to give you guys thank, salutations, thank man. You. Thank, Thank you, Steve. All right. Speaking of Carl, what's up, man? How you doing, sir? Hey. hey, pleasant good evening, everybody. Happy birthday to both yourself and Elaine. And uh, yep. you're not, if, if I have this correct, you are now 21 years old for how many years now? This will be my uh, time is being for, uh, 21. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm okay. sorry. Just, was- just check it. Did you did you hear it? Did you hear me clearly? I made it clear. Uh, I don't think I can repeat I that. My, my, I had my my decoders are out there. Um, you know they they were able to kind of wiggle weave their way through that. <laughs> okay, that that. Thank you, sir. Dre Ground, what it is? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Chris, once again, happy birthday! I know I hit you up yesterday and said that and. Uh, Thank Anything. you, sir. Happy birthday Thank to you, you too. Um, I don't know if I hit you up today or not. I know I didn't text you. I thought I put it on your Facebook. I'm getting old, man. I'm forgetting shit. You guys forgive me, but yeah, just excited about this matchup. You know, we're gonna get into okay. it. Okay, we gotta we swing will. into it. We gotta swing into it. We gotta swing into it. Thank you, homie. Appreciate it. Hey, Jason, there's somebody with a with a with a big ass giant. Um, um, championship ring on his head that's, that's next on the intro. Oh, uh, we talking about our dude, Brooklyn Sean? Yeah, I think he's here. I can't wait to see yeah, him man. here later on in the show about his, his uh, prediction. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, I can't me, let you yeah, up on that. I, I can't let you up on that, bro. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this, man, forever. Happy birthday, you and All right, all right. Wait a minute, we coming back. We got one more person to introduce, and he's going to give us peace and blessings, Jason. Oh, my dude, big old, peace and blessings. Welcome, good evening. Peace and blessings, my guy. Happy birthday, belated birthday, Chris. Thank you, Today's my little guy's birthday. Happy birthday, Lady Blue. Appreciate that. You already know, man. What's good? Well, let's swing into this. Let's swing into this right quick, man. Let's, without further ado, all right? Let's go right into it, Jason. So what's happening right now, right, is, uh, well, let me just give you the synopsis as soon as I turn Lady Blue's thing down because she's cracking like she's, she's at a at a campfire. I don't know what she's doing over there, man. But she needs to save some. That's what she needs to do. Anyway. So, uh, we've got the game coming up, as you know, everybody, um, on Sunday at uh, 1 p.m., I believe. Uh, it's uh, They're going in. They're kind of going in the same direction now. Well, we'll have to talk about that. But the, the Saints are still in the fight. The Saints are still trying to do their thing. Uh, they're trying to stay. They've got a real – there's about 80 teams that are 6-7 in the NFC. 
Uh, and the Giants are trying to be one of those. They're, they're, getting, they're hoping some luck to fall their way. I don't know how lucky they're going to be. But the big one three in a row, the longest winning streak since four last year. Uh, the affirmation NFC player of the week. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on. One second. Just one. God, God, God. Just one second. Thank you. All right, all right. So, yeah, I was yelling up there for a minute. All right, so uh, what's going on is uh, uh, the, the Giants won three in a row. That's their longest streak since four last year. Tommy DeVito's thrown eight touchdowns, and Carl, I need you to listen to this. He's thrown eight touchdowns and three interceptions since Daniel Jones tore his ACL. Now, he's the first Giants rookie quarterback to win three straight since Phil Sims in 79, and I think I was – Probably Lady Blue, too, with only people born back back then. All right? And everybody knows that he's been running the stat all week about he's the first undrafted rookie since 1967 with a 100-plus rating and three straight starts. Everybody's loving him. That's great. But he's, the test gets stronger and stronger as the weeks go on. What I like as far as matchups, and, and I'm going to get to Azul with this later on, is what I like is the fact that the Saints defensive front has allowed 200-plus yards in each of the last three games. And they're going to be challenged this year. They're going to be challenged this year. They're going to be challenged this week by Saquon, who the past three games has 783 yards and three touchdowns rushing. Not three games, but all together. And also, you know, you saw DeVito. He's been a pretty effective scrambler. And New Orleans defense struggled several times this season against mobile quarterbacks. All right. Darrell Waller's back. He returned to practice this week, he, and he's going to uh, probably be activated off IR tomorrow. And if this gives you any kind of incentive on the other side, the Saints are not going to have Michael Thomas or Marshawn uh, Lattimore. So that's good. You know, Chris Olave is starting to burn up, and we've got a, they've got a few weapons on their side, but I don't want to do all of this because we have a, a, um, a participant type of show here, and I want everybody to jump in. So without further ado, Jason, take us uh, set us off first, man. Oh, real quick, hey, just say just say what's up, Mister Meat Grinder. What's going on? Let's go get him this week. There you go. There you go. That's the, every, everybody knows DB Nation, and I ain't playing that damn what's we call it until he gets on. <laughs> so Jay, so Jay, what's what's going on, man? What, how do you foresee this, and what's what's going on? Let's set us up. Well, you know, Chris, it's it's like we kind of had a we kind of had a manufactured quarterback controversy when Jones went out the first time to bring in Tyrod Taylor. Everyone was yeah. like, you know, we're going to win, yada yada yada. That was manufactured. That was man-made, man-created, a lot of clicking. But right now, Chris, going forward, we have a quarterback controversy on different levels. We have a situation that. It's probably going to make John Mara very uncomfortable going forward. He's going to have to, number one, deal with Daniel Jones. He's going to have to deal with a a contract, a raise, and decide what he's going to do with Tommy DeVito. Also, as far as uncomfortableness, for the past 20 years, we've had Eli Manning and Daniel Jones, very calm, very mild-mannered guys, both their families, um, Archie and his wife sitting up in the uh, in, in the VIP box, and you had Beckham and Steve Jones sitting up in the VIP box. Now you have a situation where you have a huge family contingency going crazy, rooting for their son, rooting for their friend, the agent up in mm-hmm. there, getting a, getting a lot of airtime. This is this is this is not something that John Mara is used to with a starting quarterback which I personally think I've always wanted John Mara to be uncomfortable. And I really do think that going forward, we may have found our Brock Purdy and at different facets of the situation in the quarterback room, John Mara is going to have to do some uncomfortable things that he is not going to be able to be in control of, which I think is a great thing because it's going to be the betterment of the New York football Giants. Now, that being said, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 continue, continue. What was you say? That being said. So, so, so with that being said, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that really do believe, including myself, that we may have found our Brock Purdy 
with the coaching that this guy is going to obviously have to have, but as far as the business aspect, we do have a bona fide quarterback controversy. The more DeVito wins, the more of a situation it's going to become locally and nationally. That's, That's where I was going. That's where I was going. My thing was my thing was simply this: he has to keep winning, or and or look good doing it. The minute, he can't go out there and have a not. I'm not saying he's going to do it this upcoming Sunday, but he goes out there against the Eagles and he throws four interceptions and and does a Joshua Dobbs. You know how hot everybody was on him earlier this year. He does something like that, then you know this all goes away. This all goes away. And uh, mm-hmm. right now, he's the toast of the town in this market with this fan base Absolutely. and his pedigree is, I hate to say it, but it's very, very helpful. So he better keep winning. And the team needs to keep helping him. The enthusiasm and the atmosphere in the building is a lot different than it was just about a month ago. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. That was Jason. Lady Blue, chime in, please. Hey, can you hear me better now? Much better now. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I ended the call and recalled in. I think something glitched on my phone. But, hey, I've been looking forward to this game. I mean, like I said, we're on a three-game winning streak with uh, Tommy DeVito and his Paisan agent looking so smashing on the sideline. I mean, over there. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know. What are you doing? You're going to play football. Okay, good. Right? Let me tell you. I mean, like, like Jason said, Mara doesn't like the drama, and his family and, and this shit is just way too much for Mara to deal with. And he's going to have to shit or get off the pot when it comes to decision time because he cannot deny what this kid is. I mean, just look at it this way. If this kid can win, I mean, this week and again, I mean, if we can beat the Eagles, he can't deny this kid. I mean, yeah, exactly. He would be our Brock Purdy. I mean, point blank. But we need to do better. I mean, New Orleans is really good on third and fourth downs. Our defense has been really good in, in creating turbo- turnovers of the last six weeks. We just need to keep that up. We need to stop, you know, like you said, Alave has been looking a little tired, and we need to put Carr on his ass. I mean, I want to see more from Sibs, and now I want. I mean, with Dexter Lawrence, of course, back, that makes a big difference in our defense. But I want to see, you know, less mistakes, especially on special teams. I want to stop the run. I mean, they need to stop the run backs, the kickoff returns, or the punt returns. We need to do better on that. I mean, guys need to tackle better. I mean, don't go for the legs. Don't try and pick, tack, you know, push them. Tackle them. Wrap your arms around them and get their asses on the ground. Go back to, you know, football. Not just, like, pushing them or hitting their legs because these players are becoming more and more athletic than they used to be. So I'm just looking forward to a good game, and I just really want us to kick their ass. I mean, they keep saying – I mean, again, we're underdorks, (laughs) as usual. Yes, we are. We are. Yes, we are. We're underdorks. Like I said, everyone, you know, lets us think that we can't do anything, which is fine. I don't mind that. We've been proving ourselves each and every week, but we still have mistakes to undo and things to – our corners need to be better. We need to stop with the – I don't want to see big P.I., but, again, just like – even though I can't stand the announcers on football – Chris Collinsworth said it best. He goes, why would it take us five seconds to see something, but it takes the rest five minutes? No, that was, um, that was, that was, um, 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 what's his name? Yes, he did. And he was pissed right. about it too. That was the uh, yes. Cowboy quarterback. I forgot his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah. But I mean, but, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I I'm agree. getting so sick that. and tired. Hey. I, yeah, hey, I'm hey, getting hey. so sick hey. and tired. Thank you. Yes. I'm getting so sick and tired of refs having too much control over a game. We need to do something. These coaches need to have a meeting or something. And, look, we get two challenges on plays. We should get challenges on on calls that change the dynamic of a game. 
PI call. Yeah, that might have been a penalty call. All right, all right. I mean, all right, all right. something needs to be done about that. But thank you. All right, thank you, girlfriend. Uh, yeah, Chris, you fire all the nonsense. And listen, uh, um, Kristen, to Lady, to Lady Blue's point, man. I mean, look. Uh, look, Alvin. I know Alvin Kamara is gonna. He he needs like, what, thirty-four yards to hit a thousand. He's gonna be really motivated. He he already has seven touchdowns this year, so we have to be ready for this. This we have, our run our run defense has to be spot on. Kristen, the suit. Yes, sir. That's Hello. me. Okay. That was. <laughs> uh, yes, Kamara. I'm sorry. I had I was on mute. Um, uh, yeah, Kamara is definitely going to be a force. Yeah, it's it's a problem, that mute button, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's sneaky and he's fast. That's the thing. Before that snap, he's already got the ball. So we've yep. really got to be on him, just like you said. Uh, their special teams is pretty good. I know Sewell had that block punt this weekend, and DeMarco Jackson scooped it for the touchdown. Uh, yeah. That's the stuff we have to watch for. Uh, the pass coverage is decent, but they still lack pass rush. And right. the defense, I think, has definitely weakened since the beginning of the season. So there is a, a big possibility of us doing some damage to them. But the defense, I think, still has to be consistent, and they have been. DeVito has run for 154 yards in six games yep. and four starts. Phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, the offense, the Phenomenal. offensive line is making more, making more holes for the run game. Also, Pew, Smith, Bredson, and um, Thomas, they're also helping create space for the run game, which Jealous. is great, especially last Jealous. weekend. Um, more weapons for DeVito this week, including Waller, and I can't wait to see him start to go downfield this week. It's going to be nice. Um, Saints are definitely going to try to stifle Barkley's run game. That's what they're going to be concentrating on most of all. They're going to try to stop him any way they can. Um, DeVito's dangerous on the run, and we know what he can do once those feet start. So he'll run it for the first down, and he'll take it himself for a touchdown if he has to. But um, Mm -hmm. consistency is key this week. Defense, um, offense uh, has to do a better job at protecting DeVito and creating more space and more gaps for the run game. um, we just got to win the matchups, keep the penalties yeah. down, and mix mix up the run and pass game. That's really going to throw them for a loop. So I, I think we're going to be okay. I mean, if we keep playing the way we are, we're going to be good yeah. money. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. That's Christian, everybody, at 929474771. So where was my man at? Where do you go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? There you go. Azul. So, look, man, everybody, you know, these, these Saints fans are revving. Oh, man, we had a real great comeback. They played the passes, man. Come on now. All right, look. And But the real deal is the Saints, all season long, they have their fair share of trouble with these quarterbacks that could jump out and escape the pocket quickly after not being able to get home with pressure. I mean, on, you know, with, with the Saints. So I don't know what Dennis Allen is going to do. I think he needs to dial up a game plan that's going to be smart and disciplined because just like Christian just said, you know, DeVito is going to be kind of a test for them again. You know, what did he have last week? 71 yards on 10 carries. You know, he doesn't get sacked. He takes care of the football. He makes smart decisions. He does, you know, he's doing what's needed to win games. So what's your take on that and a few other things you might have noticed? Well, let's start there with that last point, what you just said. He's making plays to keep us in games. What you just said is why we're having a fighter's chance over the last couple of weeks. But I'm, I'm listening to the comparisons from LB and, and, uh, and Jason talking about uh, DeVito is comparable to Brock Purdy. And what, and what universe are we talking about? Because in college, I'm, I'm going off on the Thank page because in college, Purdy, Brooklyn, worst year as a freshman, what? he threw for 2,650 yards at 70% completion rate his freshman year. That was nowhere DeVito's best year at any year at Syracuse or Illinois. I'm not trying to shoot on DeVito, but there's, there's 
Look what Purdy did when healthy when he went to Philadelphia and how they carved up the Eagles with a maximized talent. Yeah, he has better talent around the office. San Francisco's better. But Purdy's more proven versus where DeVito beat up Washington, New England, and, and then a game winner, you know, barely by the Packers. Let's, let's literally pump the brakes because, remember, he got thrown into the Jet game. That's not his fault that he lost that, but he lost that game. And he also, uh, the game versus the Raiders and got destroyed where a lot of us were at. So it's not like he's been undefeated and, and all this stuff, right? Because it, it grinds my gears saying how like, he, like he's taken us on this undefeated path. That's just not the case. We just have the easiest stretch in our schedule, and we're winning the games we're supposed to. That's number one. As far as the Saints, I want to say this about the Saints. They're, they've been struggling. This is a game we can win. They lost bad games uh, at Minnesota, at Atlanta, and they had lost another game. Oh, who the hell was it? Uh, but they came back and beat uh, the Panthers, like you said, Chris. Uh, the Panthers stink. Right. And, and the reason why they beat the Panthers because of their defense. Uh, they're a middle-of-the-pack team offensively, defensively as well. They're not dominant in any area on either side of the ball. Derek Carr has spotty games. Uh, his best game uh, of the season uh, he threw for like 311 yards. Their best game was against New England when they shut them out. There was a game they went to Green Bay, and they were up big in that game, and they lost that game. They blew that game. Yep. Cameron Jordan yep. is a shell of himself. Um, he's probably going to get cut after this year. Like He's only two sacks, so he's not even the same yep. guy. This is a bend-but-don't-break type of defense. Um, they, they just – the Giants could beat – the Giants, do if they do what they've been doing, they can beat the same. I believe that. Um, they have nobody really on the outside except for Adebo and then Honey Badger playing safety. But they're, they're not really playing at Pro Bowl level. They just have a, an okay, mediocre team in a mediocre division. But uh, the guy you got to watch out for, and this is a guy from Weaver State, is Rashid, uh, Rashid Shahid. That guy's fast as hell. This is where I yeah. really worry. I want to get Carl's thoughts on this. Because you know, Don, uh, I was going to say Don Wink. Wink Martindale loves the blitz. And that sometimes when you blitz, or a lot of times when you blitz, you leave a lot of one-on-ones. This guy is fucking fast. That's the, best, that's the game I was thinking about, the game they beat Indianapolis. That was their best game when they're at their best production with Derek Carr's uh, going for over 300 yards. They got the combination of Taysom Hill and uh, Kamara going. They had like three touchdowns combined in that game. And, and, and Shahid, who's their burner, they, he could cook them. He has a – if he gets one-on-one against a, a linebacker or especially a safety, we have no chance. We have nobody that can keep up with him speed-wise. But um, I think we could get to Derek Carr. And I got to say, last point, and I have more to say, but are we going to give respect to number five? This guy's – I mean, this guy's at over 11 and a half sacks right now. Um, I know he's got a lot of heat in the first year. And I like what Ojolari did in that Green Bay game. He actually showed up in some key spots and situations with key sacks and, 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 and tackles. So I just want to say all that to say I like our chances. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not here to jinx you guys. I want you guys to get a win. I love hearing you guys' reactions after the game. You guys were fantastic. But uh, I just want to say just let's, DeVito's doing what he's supposed to do. That's how low the bar was at the quarterback position because the number eight couldn't even do bare minimum shit as a quarterback. Protect the ball, keep the ball moving. That's what you're supposed to do. So that's all I got to say, Blee Blue. Blee Blue. Because 
I think DeVito's a nice backup quarterback. He's doing, like I said, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing what Daniel Jones wasn't doing. He, he has more elusiveness, and I've heard you say this, and I agree with you on those post games. He has more elusiveness to get out of dodge and get in, run up the gap where there's no guys open, where Daniel Jones will hold on the ball, stare guys down, and just take eight-yard lost sacks. He's not doing that. All you got to do is keep us alive. Get some one-yard, three-yard, five-yard gains on possession. So that's what DeVito is doing. But like I was saying, like, we played the Raiders. We got destroyed. He got thrown into the Jet game. It's not his fault he lost that. They game managed the hell out of that, and we just fucked up at the end with the kicker. But we played the softest part of the schedule. We should be winning. Chris Litt, Lady Blue, I, whoever on this platform, whoever's quarterback should beat the Commanders, should beat the Patriots, should beat the Packers. Well, have it fight his chance against the Packers. The Packers actually been playing okay. Thanksgiving versus the Lions, and also they beat uh, the Kansas City on Sunday night. So that was a nice win, despite the Barkley fumble. But this is the softest part of the schedule is what I'm saying. So, if he did this shit and he went to Philadelphia and won, then I'll be like, okay, let's have a little bit of a, a mini parade. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying to Chris, right. or to Chris right. Steve about that. Let, I think it'd go national if he beats Philadelphia. But I agree there with you, and, uh, I mean, he I, I the Dallas and we got cooked. He the Dallas and got destroyed. Like, I was like, did y'all not forget those games? So I believe it at that. Like, we beat the weakest part of the, This is the weakest part of the schedule, whether it's Daniel Jones' quarterback and Tommy DeVito's quarterback. But the point is, other players are being expired. And that's the other question I wanted to bring to the table as well tonight. Carl, if you can answer this, is there a stat or some way that we can measure, or anybody can answer this, when a team plays better, like Tyrod Taylor at Buffalo, is there a way we can measure a morale of a team to play better when certain guys are under the helm? It's, we can look at the eye test and we can see their play. Oh, for them, well, so I, that's why the okay, okay. Carl, go ahead and answer that. And also I mean, answer whether or not Rashid uh, Rashid Shahid's going to play this, this week or not. I mean, there's and no such thing as morale. I mean, there's no such thing as morale stats. So that's just sort of a subjective. Um, right, right. Eye to the beholder, sort of thing. Uh, there was probably, I think there was another example in, in the league earlier this season. I'm, I'm trying to remember the scenario. It was sort of like, um, ooh, I don't want to use the Minnesota case because I, well, you know what? I, well, yeah, let's actually use that particular case because, like, Josh Dobbs came in kind of out of the blue, picked up, you know, started a couple games, did well, was like the toast of Minneapolis because Cousins had torn his Achilles, but then eventually reverted back to what he was. Now, I'm sure that there was high morale when, when Dobbs was getting receivers the ball and they were winning games, but the second those balls were going to the other team, the morale dropped, you know? So you, you always have to sort of have to factor in. I, I, someone made a reference this past week that I kind of made a whole lot of sense of in that Tommy DeVito was basically having a Jeremy Lin-type run. You know, that's kind of that what's me. going on here. Oh, that was you? Oh, yeah, okay. I heard somebody on the radio say that earlier. No earlier way. This week, Absolutely I not. And I, and I was like... To have that, he had to go for 300 yards every game. Lynn was carrying the Knicks with a prime mellow on that team. He, DeVille had to go for 350 yards every day. On all right, game. all right. He ain't doing Okay. <laughs> continue, continue. I want to get everybody in. So, go ahead, go ahead Carl. Keep, keep going. You know, so so from that standpoint, at least at least the way DeVito's being talked <laughs> up, I mean, you would think that there's going to be a statue outside the building for him. I mean, he threw for I think a hundred yards on Monday night. Uh, you know, there was a story I think it was in the Athletic I was reading on on Wednesday uh, where they were talking about how, and this goes back to this sort of weird discussion that's being had between him and Jones. They basically have told him uh, because when he was when DeVito was first starting games and was holding on to the ball too long and was taking sacks. They have basically dusted off last year's playbook, meaning that they have instructed the quarterback that at the first sign of any trouble at all in the pocket, run. Just get out of there. And that's why he's not being sacked as many times as he likely would have been had he been staying in the pocket like he was. That was in the athletic. Dan Duggan had the story. It was in in the athletic, Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, take a a look at it while – while, while, uh-huh. you, while you have me here, but that was mentioned. Oh. And so you think about, you know, folks are talking about the differences in the quarterbacks. They're essentially they're running two different sets of playbooks. The DeVito playbook that they're running is sort of reminiscent to the playbook that they ran just last year. The playbook that they were running with the other quarterback this season was a hope and an and extension of what they thought was going to be in a sort of evolved playbook. Now, unfortunately, 
what happened was injuries, poor offensive line play, punch drunk. All of those factors played in, and you got what you got. They're not running the same plays anymore. Like, the idea that they're running the same stuff that they were running in week three is false. It's incorrect, and it would be, um, it would be wrong to even put that into the atmosphere. Some folks on TV, radio, print, wherever, maybe even on this show, are putting that out, are making it the inference that that's what's going on. That's not what's happening here. So we have to just sort of take into account what the circumstances are, and the Giants have adjusted to what their season circumstances are once they realize that they don't have the receiving talent, that they didn't have the offensive line talent. They had to adjust. And so that's what's going on. Now, as far as this week's game goes, you mentioned Shahid. Um, He's likely going to be probably one of their two main targets on Sunday because I don't know. I saw that Olave is mispracticed for the second consecutive day with the injury uh, to his ankle. So there's a very good chance that he does not play. Much like Watson not playing on Monday was a huge factor for the Packers. If I take him away from the game on Sunday, I then put in a situation where I can allow the defense to dial up more pressure on a quarterback who I personally just don't think is all that good. And he's sort of a cautionary tale to having someone that, you know, you can think, oh, if I just build up and have all of these other guys around him, he'll be good. No, that quarterback isn't good. And folks have been tricked into thinking that Derek Carr is good. And 10 years in, there's a reason why three coaches have tried to get rid of him. And I think this game is sort of, in the situation where I think the Giants have a very good chance to win, I'm stunned by the point spread. But hey, it is what it is. Which is what? Um, I would which not is bet what? this. Which the is Saints what? Saints are favored by six. Saints are favored by six points, which I think is okay. unusually high. Um, is that, because two of the Saints six? Yeah, the hard Yeah, the Saints wins the season have come. Two of them have come against Carolina. One against the Patriots. One against the Colts. And I'm blanking on the other two off the top of my head. But I know those are four of the six wins that the Saints have had this season. Basically, they haven't beaten anybody good. And them and the Giants, if they played 100 times, I think each team would probably win about 50 times. All right. All right. Jason, you around? Yeah, I'm around. I'm still here, man. This is a great – this is great. This is good. Okay, yeah, you dropped out of sight, so I didn't know where you were. Just checking on you, homie. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Who's up next? Where's my man? Dre Graham. Come on and chime in, sir. And then after that, big old DB. Okay, see y'all think. Listen, like like Jason alluded to earlier, Mara being uncomfortable, you know, that makes me grin. Like big-ass great grin. I love it. <laughs> Know why? Because and, and 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 he's yeah. Because people are looking at the team. It's a rah rah. You know we we get we get we get some we get some airplay. Uh, you know people are noticing. Okay, we're in the New York market. The team organization, in the New York market. I like to call the New York media media the CNN a local media because like CNN, New York Times is overseas. So what goes on in New York, they can see overseas. The news reaches way overseas. And that's yes, national level. That's national level for 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 you know, forget him if, if he beat Philly is now it's national level right now because New yes. York Times is over there. They know who Danny DeVito is over there. If they yes, looking at the New York Times. Um and like and and like 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 Steve said, you know, the offense and defense, they 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 middle of the pack. Defense, eh, kind of squeaky a little bit uh, ahead of the middle because they're ranked number 13, but they're ranking the top 15, so middle of the pack. Damn. Okay, so um, I'm excited to see how, you know, how that goes. Um, what they're going to what they're going to do? Are they going to you know, just pin their ears back and try to make DeVito uncomfortable because one thing that I know, once a quarterback shows that he's elusive, the defense starts to respect him a little bit. And all depending on how elusive they are, you know, the, the more respect they get, which is why I think it's stupid where people say, oh, well, 
teams aren't blitzing him like they blitzing like they was blitzing uh, DJ. Of course they not, because one is elusive, one is. That's what you're supposed to. Do. You're supposed to blitz the hell out of the one that gets nervous when you blitz him and not elusive, and the one that is elusive, you got to kind of pick pick your plays here and there. You got to be careful. Okay. All right, so um, like Kamara, yeah, Kamara's going to be, you know, that that's going to be a test for the defense. Um, can can the defense, you know, go in there and and well, they're not going to shut Kamara down. All they can do is slow him down. So can we go in yep. there and slow him down? Um, not get winded, which I've always said at the beginning of the season and now. The defense was just winded at the beginning of the season. You go three and out eighty percent of the game or whatever, have your defense on there thirty plus minutes in games, they're not gonna win nothing. And um I think that missed tackling, I think that was fatigue, you know, a little bit of fatigue going in. So the the defense just winded the first half. I mean, it's it's not our it's 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 not it's not a coincidence that once the offense starts going downfield, they didn't have to score a touchdown. But once they going downfield, two drives, three drives, the defense start playing better. All right. Correlation. All right, Drake. They go together. Yeah. All right. Um, blue. Yeah, oh, blue. blue. Okay. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. And where is he? Where is he? I know he's here. I can't find him. Oh, there he is. Coaching, man. Come on, man. No. <laughs> What's up, Big O? Oh, uh, hey, man, I almost hit the mute button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> uh, bro. <laughs> it's like when you – hey, man. I'm, I, I, really, I really ain't got – Yo, Steve kind of took my win, bro. Like, I, I was praying to God he didn't come before me, but he did. Um, I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe, bro. I'm not falling for it. I, 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 like, I like DeVito, what he's doing. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, game managing, don't make the mistakes, you know, at the first side of danger, get the heck up out of here. But I, I, I don't see enough. That game, I didn't see enough passing to really see what type of QB he is. Um, he do he do some nice ones. He do a couple. I think it was five of them I seen. You know, he was all right. Some good, nice passes. But as to be a commander in chief, man, I need to see more. I, I need to see more. Um, I haven't really seen enough of, of Devito to say that you know he's the Brock Purdy. I, I, that that is not. I mean, he's far from Brock Purdy. Not to say, and I understand what our fans, our fans, you know, we're happy to see something because we haven't had anything since number eight was in the, behind that, that quarterback at, behind the, the center. Um, he just doesn't do what he's supposed to do, and that's, that's horrible. It's, I mean, we're, 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 coming, we're, we're coming, look where we at. We had a third-string QB. We haven't seen, wait, 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 in the, Big O, you said, Big O, you said you haven't seen anything since number eight was behind the center? Is that what you said? Like I no, I said since number eight was behind the center, that you know we we I've, okay. Well, let me rephrase that. Devito is showing me that he's doing the right things that uh, Daniel Jones couldn't do. Like Daniel Jones couldn't do the simplest, yeah. the simplest things a QB supposed to have as second nature. Daniel Jones can't do it. Devito showed okay. me some things, but I, it's to say Brock Purdy, no way. Brock Purdy is the adult. That boy is he's he's special, man. He's the, he's a, he's special. And, and I don't think DeVito got those that that I mean I, I can't say I don't I don't think he have them cuz I haven't seen enough of him, but from what I've seen so far, he's all right. Like 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 uh Steve said, he's a good backup. I think right now for now he's a good backup. I can't say he's that commander in chief. He's that he's he's that guy. So to 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 say that we don't need to draft a QB. Nah, ain't no way. We need a QB um, unless Devito comes in and takes off from here. Like you know, gets better and better every week. If he could come in here and 
Let's just keep it 100, knock Philadelphia off. He can do that because we got a defense. And let's not get our defense wrong. There's not so many defenses in the league that plays like our defense. Our defense keeps us in the game almost every game. But when your offense can't score, eventually they, you know, the defense is going to get scored on. Because there's not one defense in the league that's going to shut you totally out every game. That's just not going to happen. You're going to get scored on. Um, but we do have a playoff caliber defense. We have a defense that will keep you in the games. And if you're putting a lot of points up, that defense can, can, can probably even win you a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that we, you know, we, we're going there, but I'm just telling you, just watching our defense, that's, I, I would run with that defense if I had a superb offense. I wouldn't even be worried. Um, because they do, they do get defenses, I mean, offenses off the field. I don't care if it's a good team, great, a bad team, they'll get you off the field. I've seen it. They did it to San Fran. We was, we was tight in that game to the halftime. That was a tight game. Um, you know, uh, there was, it was, I can't even remember all the rest of the games that we, but we, we played some tight games with good teams and then, um, you just, the offense could not do anything. But, um, the, the, the veto, I just, uh, the, the hype right now, the, him being all over the so the media, his 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 uh, agent, all that stuff. That's just a big show, man. That's just that's just a big show. Don't fall for the big show, man. We and, and let's just bring it back to reality. We 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 got a long way to go, and um, I'm just praying that this week he gets better. He show me something different, you know. Um, show me a little bit more passing down the field because it just seems like the plays that they're calling, they're still not letting him let his hands go. Um, I just it's, it's some compact plays, some some simple uh, novice plays I see out there, man. And I, I don't see nothing spreading the defense out and letting him just turn that hand loose. I just hope this week they can just add a little bit more and let me let, let me see if he just if he has that guy throwing to tight windows. Now he threw a couple of passes uh, last week that was you know some tight some tight passes. I want to see some more of that. You know, um, Brock Purdy, man, he's a tight window QB. I mean, he can. Woo! He can hit you on it. I mean, anything, you know. So um, let's just pump our brakes on that one, cause I don't, I don't, I don't see it yet. I was talking to Jet a couple of weeks ago. I said, Jet, man, I don't know, man. I we need a QB. We we need one. He'll be a good backup for us. And if God God, God willing, he 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 shows up and he he turns this thing, he becomes a better QB than from what I've been seeing. Then so be it. He'll be okay. But for now, I know we're just we're just doing this, the bare minimum to win these games. Um, when we do have to see Philly, we're gonna have okay. to do more than what we're doing now. So, but other than All that, right, man, I'm 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 happy. I'm happy that we you know we're we're showing a little something. But let's let's just you know chill for a little bit. Let's just let's just watch. Sit back and watch one game at a time. All right, all right. All right. We have a low we have a low bar for good. Hold on, I gotta bring I gotta bring Devo, I gotta I gotta bring DB Nation and Billy Bob and Brooklyn Sean on. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one Bleed Blue Show Roundtable. DB, hey man, it's grind. It's me grinding time, homie. So do your thing, and see what you see, see how we feel about it. All right, can you hear me, Chris? Got you clear. So last time I checked, this is the NFL. All that matters is when you win games in the NFL. This is the same exact squad, O line, defense, whatever that that scrub Daniel Jones has. So he could kick rocks. So obviously the wrong guy got paid. It should have been Barkley. I don't care what none of y'all say. I, Daniel Jones has never been the guy. He won't be the guy. He's just not the guy. Like 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 everyone else said, the smallest, easiest things for a quarterback to do, this clown can't do. And and this is a what have you done for me lately league, just like anything else in the pros. If you can't do it, you got to kick rocks. So I hear what you're saying about Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy – they need to change that bullshit name, that Mr. Irrelevant, the last person drafted in the draft, because obviously Brock Purdy, who was quote-unquote Mr. Irrelevant, is not irrelevant. Also, Brock Purdy wasn't the starter. Trey Lance broke his ankle. Brock Purdy gets thrown in there. And guess what? Go- if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So let's talk about this clown number eight. He gets hurt. He's just a, uh, he's a corpse, whatever. He has two serious neck injuries. He shouldn't even be playing. Get him off the freaking team. Imposter Mara, because I will not call him anything else except that, Imposter Mara somehow went and his screws <laughs> McDuck 
freaking vault and got this clown paid forty million a year. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother deal. He means nothing. He's done nothing for the New York Giants and he will do nothing for the Giants. It sucks Tyrod got hurt. Hey, we all know it's next man up. So this dude fifteen is out here making it happen. Now, some callers talk about oh, uh, you know, he's going out field more. That is true, but guess what? It's not up to him. See, the Niners, they open up everything for Brock Purdy. They said, yo, do it. Downfield, short passes, screens, run the show. They're not letting Tommy DeVito run the show yet. So this is on, on Kafka right here because he's proven. He's proven that he can make the throws. He's proven that when the game is on the line, he makes shit happen. That sail route to Wondell Robinson to get us in field goal range, rolling out with the block off of Bellinger, hitting uh, 18, Hodge, in the corner of the end zone. If that was Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre or Tom Brady or Mahomes, they would have been like, yep, that's just what he does. But guess what? Because it was Tommy DeVito, everyone downplayed it. Don't downplay that. That's a baller move. That, that's a move that Daniel Jones would have never made. Let's, let's, right. let's be real here. He would have never right. made that throw and made that decision because he's a horrible decision maker. He stinks. Very simple. Tommy DeVito comes in here, give the kid a chance. Let him, let him enjoy whatever's going on. Who cares? Right. The Giants are winning games, and he's taking care of business. He's not a game manager. He's not some Trent Dilfer crap with the Bucks back in the days. Hey, just get a couple first downs, throw some streets, plants, and outs. Look, this kid, if Wondell Robinson didn't get in the way, that was a touchdown. Wondell Robinson tackled him. I mean, obviously he didn't mean to, but Tommy DeVito shook the shit out of two defenders and should have scored if Wondell Robinson didn't get in the way. That's like, like, like the, uh, one of the previous callers talked about. When you're dual threat, I think it was Dre Graham, when you're dual threat, you have no choice but to respect that. So Tommy DeVito's accurate. He makes good decisions. He can make the good throws, and he's shaking people with his feet. Homeless Jones, who just runs in a straight line and, 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 and face plants in Philly after eight yards. Forrest Gump. So, right. So, this dude beats his hey, Philly's beatable. I don't know like, if you guys have been watching but Philly is very beatable. I'm not impressed with, okay, they got A.J. Brown, a little skinny crackhead dude, number six. But guess what? That giant secondary, that speed we got at corner of what, uh, 25, uh, Deion, uh, Tay Banks? Yeah. Look, man, we got some stuff going on right now. And look how different it is. The only thing that changes is the quarterback. This, that's the same old line. They're blocking better. Yep. Pass protection better. They're, they're, they're run blocking better. And then that trickles mm-hmm. over to the defense. And the defense is playing better. Okay. So going to keep I'm going to run out of time, should, man. I got two more guys. I got to let you hold I know that. We should definitely win this game Thank against the Saints. Let's get it bleed blue. Bleed blue. Don't go no place, though. Stay right there. Billy Bob and Brooklyn Sean, I'm going to give you all a couple of minutes each. I'm sorry, man, but I'm running out of time. Billy Bob, come on, man. Don't be in no. your feelings. Don't right, be in your nah, feelings. Real quick, like, man. No, nah, I'm not in my feelings, but real quick, like, man. It's just, I'm, I'm giving him a hug. I'm giving him a hug right now. Hey, listen. <laughs> no, listen no, no, like, I know. That's what it is. That's all That's all we see right now in the last three games. The offense not leaving the defense to die. So when I'm saying that, it's just like more when the defense do get turnovers, we're practicing getting points for those. So that's a good thing. So that's just going to show you that. It's progress. But one thing I would like to have seen is, is, is they, I mean, Brian Dayball get more confidence in DeVito because just for them to get the, uh, to go fourth and one and run a running play, I, I think that takes, a, that takes a little bit off of him a little bit. That's not showing no confidence. Yeah. When I see him they head down. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yep. Billy Bob, where'd you go? Well, he gone, I think. Brooklyn Sean, jump in real quick, man. And I'll be as quick as possible. Yeah, um, as far as Daniel Jones, and there's been a lot of quarterbacks in the past that, you know, when you get sacked a lot and you pressure and that clock in your head rushes and they're not giving them excuses, it just is what it is. Um, I'm going to bring out my New York mentality now. So 
people compare Tommy DeVito to Brock Purdy. Why can't we just have our own Tommy DeVito? Back in the day, we had our own Lawrence Taylor. And I'll even bring up basketball because, you know, they brought up Jeremy Lin, and I know that's the comparison. Our thing with Zach is that there's certain players that fit the New York mentality. They might play elsewhere and not be that good, might not be that noticed, but they're New York. So when I bring up the Knicks, Starks, Mason, other great players, New York players, but probably wouldn't shine nowhere else. I believe Tommy DeVito can shine, whether people believe it or not. Why would you want to be a backup? If he's striving to be that number one guy, because guess what? Believe it or not, everybody brings up Brock Verde. Well, you know, there was another guy before him that's debatable, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Brady, they didn't think was going to be what he became. Brady, after that first start, they were going to look for other quarterbacks. He became who he became. That's right. Now, in this New York market, I do feel like the one thing that we all overlook, well, sometimes, but as New Yorkers, the real New Yorkers know, we got something special here. And maybe this kid could do something for the Giants that he probably wouldn't be able to do in no other team. He probably could do the impossible. I think he, matter of fact, I think he can beat the Eagles more than I think he can do well against New Orleans. I just feel like it just comes down to coaching. It's, like I said, and I, you know, I, I brought it up before. I'm, I'm going to try to be quick. That last playoff game against the Eagles should not have been that bad of a beatdown. That's all on Gable. That's, that's all on, on our coach. And it just feels like he came into this season thinking he didn't have to change much. And they were on him from the start. They knew the game plan from the start of the season. He had to change because of the quarterback. And now you're seeing them coach better again. Yeah. But as far as Tom DeVito, yeah, I mean, you know, another caller said, you know, we ain't going to believe that banana in the tailpipe. I got it. But guess what? Keep that banana in that tailpipe. Let him roll. Let him get all this publicity. Yeah, Jeremy Lillian was supposed to go toe-to-toe with Kobe, but he did. Mm-hmm. Blue. I'm rolling with it. Well, they beat the, they beat the Lakers, though. I remember that run really well. Exactly. <laughs> when the Lakers really came to the garden, the Lynn and Knicks did beat the Lakers. That's just a fact. <laughs> Truth Don't leave us to die. Come on, man. Stop it. Oh, I just come back here? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm good, man. Bro. <laughs>
um, folks on the line, say Bleed Blue one more time to everybody so they, they'll know you're here. Bleed Blue. One more time. Bleed, Bleed Blue. Blue. Hey, Chris, right, I got to try right, to put right. me in the OT for like 10 minutes. I got time. Put me in the OT, man. I got to talk about bro, this shit, man. Bro, bro, I can't bro, we're going to the OT. I just said that. I just said that. We're going to OT. Anyway. Anyway, uh, bleed blue, bleed blue, bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Bleed blue, bleed blue, bleed blue.